This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hunter Biden broke the internet. No, not with, not with pictures of his pee-pee or, you know, smoking crack rocks with hookers or nothing like that. It was actually the My Son Hunter debut, the film from Breitbart, which is on Locals. Uh, it was so popular that so many people tried to access it at one time that it shut down the website. It's all back now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. It's all back now. They're good to go. Um, and so we are, uh, you know, we're very excited. If you haven't seen it yet, you have that opportunity. And Locals, for those people that don't know, Locals is a fantastic website. It's a, um, it's kind of like the conservative Netflix almost. What, what, what we're seeing here is a resurgence or a, a kind of separate uh, economy online for conservative content. And thanks, you know what? This really wouldn't have been possible without the left. If they weren't so censorship happy or suppression happy, if the left wasn't so gung-ho to just tell everybody, hey, take your conservative crap and get out of here. We don't want you on Twitter. We don't want you on Facebook. We don't want you on Instagram. We don't want you anywhere near us. We want to give the Obamas millions of dollars. That's what we want. We don't care about your content. We are going to placate one side of the aisle and that's it. If they hadn't done that, then you wouldn't have had these entrepreneurs and these, um, you know, with these... Uh, really, I mean, just politically unbiased people who went out and said, look, there's a market. There's a market for, we need, to, we need to have two economies, apparently. We need to have the left economy and the right economy. And if you guys want to manage the left economy, we'll come and cash in on the right side economy. And that's what's happening. Um, Locals is a subscription-based service where you can get content from your favorite conservative creators. Like I said, we have a page. Catriots has a community, markk.locals.com. Uh, we have subscribers. We have unique content. We do live streams every couple of weeks. Uh, we did the live stream of the Joe Biden speech, which was fantastic. We upload videos there. It's really a lot of fun. And so what happens is, uh, you know, people are now realizing it's it's a great place to release these these major events. Dinesh D'Souza released 2000 Mules on Locals. Uh, Breitbart just released My Son Hunter, a major motion picture on Locals. And this is something that's that's really uh, going to petrify the the left. They no longer will be able to contain the messaging. They will no longer be able to suppress these kinds of releases. And creative conservatives with uh, cool content, create cool cool creative conservative content, uh, four C's or C four. Um, those people are now have an outlet where they can not only release the content and and have an audience see it, but they can also profit from it. And that's going to really be. That's going to be a problem for the Democrats, because if conservative creators are getting uh, paid for their content, then they're going to create more and more content. Um, and we're excited by it. Rumble, by the way, which is the conservative YouTube owns locals. And they also work in, in tandem with with uh, Donald Trump's Truth Social. They're one of the the um, 
they uh, serve they have the server space for it all so what you've seen now in a very short period of time really just about two years ever since donald trump's twitter account was shut down followed by his instagram facebook shopify spotify pinterest all these things i don't even know i don't maybe he had a verbo account too but they probably shut that down everything that donald trump had his online stores everything was just closed they just said shut it down like they were like like gordon ramsay uh, on a series on an episode of hell's kitchen when the when the food was started coming out raw just shut it down and now because of that because of the left's overwhelmingly uh heavy-handed censorship conservatives have all these great outlets to share their content so in a way thank you thank you liberals for uh giving us this open space now where we can go and we can do cool stuff um so if you haven't seen uh, my son hunter i purchased it i haven't yet per- i haven't yet watched it i pre-ordered it i have access to it i'm gonna watch it hopefully this weekend and i'll give you i'll give you my complete and total honest review uh, i'm very excited by it. just the poster alone the, the the promotional posters alone make me really there's one where he's like laying in some woman's boob and there's like three other women and you know he's just cracked out and it's all based on a true story this is not it's not a work of fiction everything you see the conversations with joe biden that he has the uh, drunken debauchery the cracked out you know hobagan hobagan is that a word well we'll make it a word now the cracked out hobagan all that stuff in this movie is based on real events and that makes it even more that makes it even more uh enticing and exciting to me so definitely check that out look uh as far as the news goes today i've noticed a trend and this is something that that's something that i think we need to be very wary of the media is trying to create a third party within the republican party um it i mean it's a it's a decent game plan for the left you know when when you have a two-party system and the country's evenly divided it really comes down to just a handful of voters. You know, it comes down to a handful of states. If you look at the presidential election, for example, uh, three states decided the presidential election, Georgia, you know, Pennsylvania, Michigan, any of those states going the other way, it would have been four more years of Donald Trump. That's why we've been analyzing the voting systems and the way that the ballots are cast and counted in those states uh, for the last two years. And we'll continue to do so. But it, it, it's a really, it really comes down to just a handful of people that can sway swing an election one way or the other. It doesn't take a lot. And so what the Democrats are trying to do is in preparation of 2024, and let's face it, probably in preparation of in probably this November, what they're trying to do is they are looking to um they're looking to divide the Republican Party into two. And I think their belief is and you see this in Joe Biden's speech. You see it in, in Corinne Jean-Pierre's press conferences, the whole ultra mega conservative is a threat to the country, extremist, all that stuff. Uh, what you're seeing now or what you're starting to see is they think that a third party will always be a spoiler. And if they can create a third party within the Republican Party, then they think hands down they can win. What they're trying to do is they're trying to divide the Republican Party into MAGA Republicans and then what they call mainstream Republicans, or I guess non-extreme Republicans. And what non-extreme Republicans are, are Democrats. That's exactly what they're Democrat. Liz Cheney to them is an acceptable Republican. Adam Kinzinger is an acceptable Republican. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Geraldo Rivera with his latest tweet uh, lambasting Donald Trump is, a, is an acceptable Republican. By the way, if you didn't, if you didn't read it, Geraldo Rivera tweeted out, uh, election deniers depress me. I blame President Trump for his shameful campaign to slander and undermine American faith in our elections. 
For all his positive accomplishments, and there are many, I could never support him again. Without fealty to the Constitution, we're second rate. Only he spelled second 2D instead of 2ND. So I don't know. I don't know if you ran out of characters or, or whatnot. So even though Donald Trump has all these fantastic accomplishments, Geraldo Rivera is like, I'm done with that guy, which is not surprising at all because Geraldo Rivera is one of those people that the left would consider an acceptable Republican. And if you are an acceptable Republican to the left, you are not a Republican. Democrats in this day and age, they don't, they are so divisive. They are so crazed. They are so uh, into their own, into themselves that anyone that they agree with, anyone that they can stomach is not a conservative. You're a liberal, basically. Um, and that's why, you know, the divide is should the divide that we're seeing right now is not necessarily a bad thing. If you look at how divided this country is politically, that goes to that tells you that we've been moving to the edges so far. Um, it's, it, you know, it, it's time really to, to, to reset and come back to where we are. And only one side's going to win. Hopefully it's the right. Because if the left wins, that's the end of the country. If the right wins, we've reset back. And then we can slowly continue this trend. Uh, you know, and, and hopefully it'll be cyclical where we get a little more, more and more liberal. And then we reset back to conservative values. Then we get more and more liberal. I think you're starting to see it. The Roe v. Wade decision is something that the, the left is using to try to, you know, split the Republicans down the middle. Don't don't be fooled. The Roe v. De, uh, Roe v. Wade decision um, to overturn it and the whole uh, decision with the you know Mississippi, uh, it, it wasn't unpopular. It was unpopular with a lot of loud vocal people, but it was also very popular with a lot of other folks. I mean, for everybody who was fighting, fighting, fighting uh, to keep Roe v. Wade the law of the land, for everyone who wants to codify Roe, Roe, there are a lot of other people who don't have TV shows, who don't have news networks who don't have big popular blogs or vlogs, who aren't you know, celebrities in Hollywood, who don't have millions of Twitter followers. But there's a lot of people out there who like the way that Roe v. Wade ended up. They like the idea that abortions are not going to be happening as often or as, in, as, as many places or as late term as they were before. There's a lot of people who are like, amen, hallelujah. Uh, we're getting, you know, we're getting something that is good. We're saving lives. And so the only, you know, the reason that you hear about it all the time is because the left they own the media. They own the messaging. They have the big bullhorn and they're just screaming, screaming into it all the time. My body, my choice. But what they're trying to do and what they've been trying to do now for the last year or so is divide the right because they feel like they can weaken the right. And the the warning is or the danger there is that some people on the right are going to believe it. Um, if you have two parties and they each have a leader, then if you don't support the leader of your party, then you support the leader of the other party. I mean, think about that. If you, if it comes down to it, if there's a presidential election and you have Joe Biden and you have Donald Trump and you have Republicans and you have Democrats, if you have, if you have uh, Republicans who don't support Donald Trump, then they support Joe Biden. If you have Democrats who don't support Joe Biden, then they support Donald Trump. You have to support the leader of your party. Otherwise you're not, a member of that party, especially when it comes down to a, a do or die situation like a like a um, like a presidential election. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to split off as many Republicans as possible. And they don't need those Republicans to go out and vote for Joe Biden. They just need them to not vote for Donald Trump. They need them to go right in somebody stupid like. I don't know who's somebody stupid you could write in uh, Dan Crenshaw 
or uh, or Mitt Romney or some idiot like that. They need to do. They need to have a bunch of Republicans like Geraldo Rivera, like Liz Cheney, believe the message that Trump is the worst choice. And again, they don't have to vote for president. They can leave it blank. But a blank vote for president by a Republican is a vote for Joe Biden. And that's what they're banking on. That's what they're banking on right now. That's why the Philadelphia speech happened. That's why Demon Bielsa Biden got up there and started screaming and yelling and started saying, we are the most, this is the worst guy that you're, if you're a MAGA Republican, you're a danger, white supremacist extremist. And, you know, you may be sitting there as a Republican going, I'm not any of those things, but if there are people in our party that are like that, I don't want to be associated with them. It's a, it's a messaging issue and, and you can't let it work. Now, I don't think it's working. I'm going to be honest with you. Donald Trump still surges in the polls for as the likely primary contestant, but it doesn't help when you have people like Geraldo Rivera backing that up. They also have uh, this Ipsos poll that came out that said the majority of Americans think MAGA extremists are a, uh, are a threat to the United States of America. And I don't believe that at all. Neither should you. You should net the only poll that matters is the one on election day. And that's something that, uh, that you need to, to keep in mind, but, but watch it. Cause it's going to keep happening. There's going to be more Joe Biden speeches. There are going to be more, there are going to be more of these, um, attacks on MAGA Republicans. There's going to be more of this uh, attempted separation between the two parties within the party. Look, the Democrats don't separate. Sure. A lot of them hate the, you know what, out of Joe Biden. A lot of them hate whoever's running for Congress. AOC hates Nancy Pelosi and vice versa. But when it comes down to running in November, they're all going to stick together. And you'll be hard pressed to find a Democrat who doesn't go out and vote for the Democrat candidate. Nobody's going to leave it blank because they hate Donald Trump more than they love their own candidates. We love our candidates more than we hate theirs. Although I hate a lot of theirs, to be perfectly honest with you. I really do. Anyway, uh, that we'll have more on this coming up on the Mark K show. And again, if you haven't joined our locals group yet, definitely do so. It's markk.locals.com, markk.locals.com. And we have so much going on there. We're going to have more and more stuff going on there. And like I said, we'd love for you to join us, markk.locals.com.